0: Okay gentlemen, first of all I wanted to thank Dr. Farzad Far for this amazing opportunity to be with you guys today. And my uh, colleagues were worried what the point of the class is, the point of the year. So I wanted to a little bit explain what what we're trying to accomplish in this year so it uh, we get some clarity I was uh, I had the great Privilege to learn from the Rosh Hashiva of Baltimore of Shmuel Yaakov Weinberg. Most of what I'm saying is not from him. But he taught me something very important. And that was that the most powerful mitzvah that will change all of our lives and what we're doing right here. And really, chazaku baruch to Dr. Farzad Far and all of you. I want to tell you a little secret. Around 32 years ago, when I was uh, living in this community, only me and Rabbi Yishal had a black hat on from, went to yeshiva, from all the Persians in this community. But now it's just, uh, this is literally a miracle today. I never would have thought, I mean I was a little boy that, in the middle of the day, such great people as yourselves would take half a day off working and we would come to study Torah. So Rav Weinberg's Rosh Hashiva Zatzal, that I had the zechut that he would stay in my house, would constantly talk about the laws of learning Torah. Because the most powerful mitzvah that will change every aspect of how you deal with yourself how you deal with other people, how you deal with your wife, how you deal with your children is what? The Torah. It's our GPS. It ch- changes our DNA and our outlook and our values. So the goal of this Shi'urs is to establish one thing, and one thing only. And that is that learning, I for example study to be a CPA, Learning Torah, for example, if you want to become a doctor, right? You have to take certain prerequisites to be able to go to dental or medical school, right? And then obviously, for example, for a CPA, there's certain prerequisites. On the other hand, some people study stuff just because they like it. Talmud Torah, there's a specific goal. Just like when you eat matzah the night of Pe- Passover, Pesach, we're trying to get to a certain quota, right? You have to have how much? 40, uh, 54 grams of the or 20. The study of Torah is not just, I hate to get, for lack of a better example, it's not just because somebody loves Romeo and Juliet, or somebody likes Kabbalah Center, and thinks that's interesting, so the whole day, they, for example, uh, study random, random stuff. Just like when the night of Passover, right? There's a goal that we want to do the mitzvah of Haggadah, right? There's a goal that we want to eat a certain amount of matzah, is the same exact requirement for learning of Torah, okay? That's the whole goal of this this class and nothing else. So if we look at the first Gemara in Kiddushin. The Gemara says over there at the bottom, if you look at the first page on the bottom line, Tanu Rabbanan. Our rabbis teach us, Levanecha. Right, this is the Pasuk we say multiple times a day. lebanecha Levanecha, that we, there's a mitzvah to study Torah and teach it to our children. Now what does Vishinantam stand for? V'shinantam is a very... Have you ever seen that word anywhere else in the Torah? It's a very ambiguous and unusual word. So the Chachamim are coming to tell you what this word means. <laughs> the <Shinantam> means She'yu <laughs> Torah That the words of Torah should be crystal clear and you should be fluent in them in your mouth. She'im <laughs> yishalcha Adam, you know, being a rabbi for almost 20 years in Santa Monica, people come up to you randomly and say, Rabbi, why does the Torah tell do this or X or Y or Z? And the, and the most common person that would be asking your, this question to you are your children, right? So if somebody comes up to you and asks you a question, I'll going back to the Gemara, will titkar Don't, like in our Mammal on Farsi, we say, Don't mumble when you want to answer Him. El The Torah should be so precious and crystal clear. You should be so knowledgeable in the Torah, that quickly you should what? Be able to answer... And solve his problem. And how do we know this? Ella Omar Shenemar. Next Gemara on the other page. Shenemar Omar Lachach Ma'achotia. You should. King Solomon Shalom HaMelech, the wisest of all men, says, "How should our study of Torah be carried out? It should. We should be so proficient and expert in the Torah that what?" We should know it like our sister. It says, tell wisdom that you are my sister. Okay, so Rabbi Yisrael Salanter in Ori Yisrael, I'm sorry, they were told I was told not to give too many um, copies, it would confuse people, but we know that one of the greatest people that revolutionized the Jewish nation in the last 500 years was Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Just like my cousin, Benji Hagari said, "It's more important. You know, it's wonderful to learn Torah the whole day. You could be in Bnei Brak and Panavich and Lakewood and Baltimore studying Torah every day. But the number one thing is you have to be a you have to be a mensh, bad adam moshi. So Rabbi Saul Salanter goes to explain this gemara. Rabbi Saul says that we learn from this gemara a fascinating thing." And I want to quote him verbatim, if you want to look up the Ori Yisrael, it's Simon Khafav. He says, when we are learning, we're, there, there's two aspects to Talmud Torah. The first is Yediyat HaTorah, so obviously if somebody is learning Dafyomi and gentlemen, Chas v'shalom, far be it from me to discourage anybody from learning Dafyomi. I taught Dafyomi and I learned Dafyomi every day, But when you learn, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says, you're basically doing two things. Every second you learn, you're doing the mitzvah of what? Talmud Torah. But what is this Gemara trying to teach us? This Gemara is trying to teach us something very important. And that is that when you learn, I'm sorry. And I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I already made a lot of people feel bad at my khabura. But... Somebody through the course of your life needs to tell you this. I have a brother-in-law, which you guys know, Kevan Moradian's older brother. He's my brother-in-law, but he's precious to me like a brother. He's very against Afiyomi. For this reason that I'm gonna explain to you what Rabbi Yisrael says. He says that anybody I ask, what did they learn that day or yesterday? It definitely is not Vishantam. They don't he tells me, I ask these people, explain to me one thing, because he doesn't learn me. So he says, I asked my people, my friends, my students, ask tell me one thing you learned from the Gemara yesterday or today or this week. He says a lot of the people are not familiar. I tried this myself in Smart and Final on Friday. There's a person that learns and it's sad. Rabbi Saul Salanter says, the kiddish of this gemara is, is that when one learns, you have to learn it in such a way that it needs to be clear and you never forget it. Which means, if you learn something, right, it shouldn't go in one ear and go out the other, right? The obligation of studying Torah is so severe that you should become an expert in it. Now you may ask me, Rabbi, how is that possible? Well, guess what guys, I moved to this country in 1979, I went to Emek Hebrew Academy, and I have 5,000 baseball cards. Now if I at the age of 10, 11, 12, was able to remember all these different statistics regarding Bo Jackson or Magic Johnson or all these things, you know Einstein says that we basically use between 5 to 10% of our brain, our brain. So, if anybody comes and tells me, uh, it makes me cry. You know, my father's being honored by Neri throne next week in Baltimore. And my father always used to tell me something. He was my president, right? I used to work for my dad. I was the rabbi of a So he used, always used to tell me something. Whenever he would tell me to do something, I wouldn't do it. So I would give excuses. So my father used to tell me, he says, don't give me excuses. You are lazy. That's the bottom line. So if... Anybody learns Datsyomi or every, anybody's learning in a way that they don't remember and retain what they're learning, it's not because you can't, you understand? The point of this, Dr. Puya. the point of this class is not to make everybody depressed. The point of this class is that I'm sorry. One of the first people I started learning with when I came to LA was a brain surgeon. And if somebody is able to retain that much Knowledge that I did when I took the CPA, or that much knowledge where somebody took the MCAT, or some that much knowledge when t- somebody took the bar exam. So if you can't return, retain your learning like that, it's not because you're not physically, mentally capable of it. It's because you're lazy. You're not reviewing your learning, and that's not the that's not the subject for today's class. But let's go to the next to the next ma'amekom, and that is. The Shulchan Arkhara. Now I apl- I- I apologize here. Because um this was actually what I wanted to make the whole Shir about. But I believe- Oh, oh it's here, it's here. Okay, good. Baruch Hashem Shadi I have to thank him, he made me- he did- he, uh, volunteered his precious time to help me make- Guys, it's the last page of the of this um, pamphlet. So it says the the last page of the pamphlet, if you guys take a look at it, it's the uh, second paragraph. So it says, so guys, this is not a Musr class, this is the Shulchan ar I just wanted to say parenthetically, if anybody's very interested in the subject of Talmud Torah, how to learn, what's the parameters of learning? The, obviously the Rambam, Hilchot Talmud Torah, is obviously the most elementary. But out of the Akhronim, the Balatanya gave amazing, amazing, he has so many wonderful out of the Akhronim, the Chabad, the person that started the Chabad movement, the Shulchan Harar Harav, he, he has such an amazing, amazing, amazing al Mutora. Anybody that would read it would have unlimited benefit and uh, enlightenment from it. So let's read what... So the Balatanya is co- quoting the Arizal here. Now where is this Arizal to be found? It's the Sefer Gilgulin, chapter... Perak Dalit, or in the introduction to Shara Gilgulim. So this Balatania is quoting the Ariya Kadosh, which he brings this down in Shara Gilgulim. So let's go to this Shukran ar It says, Amru okay. The greatest rabbis of the Torah Tachen, the Kabbalistic works, which is reza. So he says every soul needs to come many Gilgulim till it does all the 613 commandments and not only that he has to learn all the laws of it second line Right? So what's one of the greatest benefits of Talmud Thayrah, Rabutai? There's, there's 613 commandments. One of the, many of the commandments only apply to Kohanim, right? Like reading Korbanot. By you learning, it's considered the what? You did it. Just like when we pray, it says, right? The reason that we pray. Is going get korban khatat. So it says like this, Od amru he'emet. The Arizal again brings over there, Shekol nefeh pardes." Every single Jewish soul has to learn the Torah on four levels. Does that everybody know what pardes is? Pardes is pshat, the simple meaning of the Torah, like chumash rashi. Drash is like the midrashim which Rashi actually incorporates that. The Eben Ezra and the other Mefarshim are, are coming to tell you, tell you the simple simple meaning, right? And I'll tell you something so beautiful, I heard about this idea from one of the greatest rabbis of Kiruf, Rabbi Gershenfeld. Does, and has anybody looked through an electron microscope like they have in... Um, When you look through different microscopes, you see different realities. But it doesn't mean that these realities are a contradiction to one another. You're just going what? Deeper. So electron microscope, you see a totally different image, but it's the same idea, you're just going deeper. So the same thing. We have an obligation to learn Torah on four levels. Pshat, the simple meaning, drash, the commentary. remez. If anybody, um, actually one of my students from Santa Monica just called me on Sunday. We were talking for almost an hour about this. If anybody knows, there's a beautiful art scroll book from the Abir Yaakov, the founder of the Abu Khadzerah, the Babas. And it's in English, Tetuche Chotam. Remez means a lot of things in the Torah we could understand through Gematria. Understand? Like Amen is what? 91. Every time you you answer Amen, you're creating an angel. So right, one of the ways of understanding Torah, and then what's the final way? Sod. That's Kabbalah. Now listen to this. Look what the Shulchan Aruch says. Obviously, if somebody's a photographic memory and genius like Rabobadi Yosef, he will have a greater capability to retain knowledge. But according to your capability, you have to learn all these four layers of Torah. Let's say you have the, you're a very normal, smart, capable human being, Jew, and you have the capability to understand all these four levels of Torah appropriately, but you become lazy, right? Guys, our biggest enemy is laziness. So the Arizal says, and this is a halacha, that you're going to have to come as a Gilgul, till you get to what? Your full potential, and understand. Doesn't matter, any level of Torah, that your soul, has the capability of understanding, and it doesn't reach its potential, well guess what guys, you're gonna to have to be recycled, and come back, till you meet your potential. Yeah, but your potential be different for each person. No, it's different, he says that, it's different. Okay, so how do you, like, how do you oh, you, you know how you determine it? It's very simple, be the best you could be. Don't be lazy. Listen, if after a tw- 120 years you gave it all your go- God, I'm sure God would kiss your head and see- sit you in the highest place of heaven. The goal here is, you have to be the best you could be. Is no, no, no. We're not, I, I, I want to make something clear here. I was warned when I was preparing the class with my group. I'm not trying to... Bring you guys to a place where it's impossible for you. That's why I gave the example of baseball cards and my what what I'm any listen, who's the most fair person in the world? God. So if you trust God, but you know, each one of us has a conscience. And each one of us knows if we're being the best we could be or not. So I could guarantee you one thing: as long as you're giving it all you got and you don't waste your time and you're not being lazy. Then you will, I doubt you would have to come as a reincarnation. The goal here is to be the best you could be. But let me just finish this. <laughs> Guys, what the Shulchan Arkaram is saying here is that this is your tikun to become perfect, right? So any part of Torah that you could have learned and become perfect with, and you were lazy and you didn't, you're gonna have to come what? As a gilgul. De'iyah sham leitaken mishne sutra chayim et ha'shem. You're not going to reach your perfect place in heaven unless what? You learn to the maximum of your potential. Guys, this is this kabbalistic idea is brought down in the Gemara in Baba Batra. Ashren nisbal kan vetalmudo beyadoh kedesh lo yistarech lavo begigulim laolam haba. So it says, that's why it says in the Gemara, Ashrei Mishabalekan, Lucky is the person that comes to Olam Haba, the Talmudu Biado, which means that everything he learned, he what? Knows it and he memorized it. That way, what the Ariza means, the Kabbalistic meaning of that is, is that when you come there, you've not been lazy, you've Given your mind to learn and remember and retain. Guys, I want to ask you a question. What do you think they're doing up there, everybody? Do you think they're playing golf? It's called Yeshiva Shalmata. We say it on the night of Yom Kippur. They're all learning, learning. There's different, if you, uh, uh, this is not the point of the class, but what, what people are doing there, the, the greatest pleasure and the gr- greatest connection you're going to have to Hashem is through learning Torah. So, what everybody, everybody that's passed away, is doing up there, is becoming embodied and infatuated with the light of Torah, which is the light of Shekhinah. So, if you want to be able, I, 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 I want to go to. to, to uh, we can talk about that later, but this is not the point of the class. Okay. I wanted to um, bring down the Talmud Yoshalmi. And um, be- before the Yoshalmi, if you want to go to your pamphlets, I'm going to go through this a little bit on a quicker pace, because we're, we're spared for time, we have only eight minutes left. But if you go to the second page of your pamphlets, on the last line... There's a Gemara there. It says, the last line of Moed Katan, Daftet. So it says over here, Lo Kashiah, Khan Be Mitzvah She'efshar, La Asoto Aguide Acherim, Khan Be Mitzvah She'efshar La Asoto agideh Acherim. So guys, what, the contents of this Gemara is very simple. What's more important? Doing mitzvot or learning Torah? Okay? We're not going to go into that suya right now. But let's go ahead in the in the Gemara. First line of the Gemara, last word. Hadar yatvi kami baylehtiekara in bikol khabatsecha lo yeshruba. Hakhabse shaman yeshhuba ktiba lo yeshhuba dafiwa kevse shaman yeshhuba. So, guys, what this Gemara and Moen Katan is saying is something very fascinating, and that is is that we've established the most magnificent and marvelous and deep and powerful of all the mitzvot of the Torah is what studying Torah. And if you don't take your courses the right way and remember them for the final exam, you're gonna have, a, have to take have a retake and come back to this world. But The question is, what do we do with the mitzvot? Which means, one place in the Torah literature it says, the Torah is the most magnificent. On the other place it says what? The mitzvot. So what, so how does it, how do we coincide these two? So the Gemara says something, let me just finish explaining. Gemara says like this. If you are learning Torah, it's the most powerful mitzvah. Right? And you should not stop learning. For example, if somebody came here today and he was planning on coming here today. His parents said, what? I have an errand for you to do. So should you miss your Wednesday night, Wednesday morning learning in the lighthouse? Quite, the, the, the Gemara says a simple answer. The Gemara says, if it's possible for the mitzvah to be done through other people, Mr. Cohen. Can you give me the Rambam? If it's possible for the mitzvah to be done with other people, then what? You should not cancel your learning and stop learning. Meaning readily, right? It's yeah, repetitive. right. But Shalom, One of the Ten Commandments is to respect your parents. Let's say this morning your mother said, "I need a ride to the hospital." So if somebody else, if your sister or wife or whoever could take you, so they should do it. You should not cancel your learning. But if it's not possible, you have to cancel your learning and you have to go do the mitzvah. Now the Rambam, in Hilchot Talmud Torah Gimel, Halakh says like this, he, he he passes the Allah. He says, So let's say you have a quandary, right? You have two things in front of you, doing a mitzvah and learning. So which one are you supposed to do? So again, if the mitzvah could be done through other people, or there's no urgency, Baba Jan, if your wife or... Your mother needs you to do an errand and you could do it in, um, five minutes or in an hour, then finish learning your dafiyomi, finish doing your learning, then go to it. The imlam, but if it's not possible, yasam mitzvah You should do the mitzvah and then what? You should go back to your learning. So I'm not going to be able to share with you the Yerushalmi, unfortunately, but I will share with you the Rav al Wasserman. Can you give me that? So Rav Al-Khanan Wasserman, the greatest student of the Chavitz Chaim, comes to explain this kimari. What The Pshan and the Rambam. Why is the Rambam saying that if you leave the learning, correct? What does the Rambam say at the end there? You have to go back to your learning. So, Rabbi Al-Khanan says a fascinating concept. He says that, that we stop learning and to go rush to do a mitzvah is not because the mitzvah is greater than the learning. Now, this is a deep concept. I'm going to try to convey it in three minutes. That, that this halakha we just learned based on the Gemara and Mo'al that you need to stop learning, it's not because the other mitzvah, like going taking care of your parents, is greater. No, because we all know. What's the greatest mitzvah? Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah. So Rabbi Khanan explains here a fascinating chat He says, you should know. Everybody has a mitzvah to have shalom bayit, to make a living, because we know no money, no honey, right? Or for example... It's very important that one should exercise every day, take care of his health. Anything you need to do to have a clear mind, guys. I want to. I want to tell you something. There's one reason that we call the Talmud, Torah, the study houses of Jews a yeshiva. Yeshiva means to sit down. You're not going to understand Torah if you don't have a clear mind. So the Rav Ochanim explains like this. That that we stop our learning to to go a mitzvah is because when you have something important to do that your mind's not gonna work, you don't have the obligation of Torah study over your head, right? Hashem doesn't expect of you to be learning if you're a brain surgeon and you need to help somebody. Hashem doesn't help you, doesn't expect you to learn if you need to help your wife or kids. But... So we have a heter, like it says in the Shema Israel, Yisrael, which means what? We're allowed to go work. But Rabbi Chanan says like this. The same way you have a permission to stop learning or not learn altogether because you have to take care of your personal affairs, to put bread on the table and live the normal, comfortable life like a mensch, that's the same reason you're allowed to stop learning and go and doing a mitzvah. You understand? The the dynamic of this is going like this. If the Torah gave me permission to stop learning or not learn altogether, because I have to do a mitzvah to, to go make money, so for sure to do a mitzvah. But since learning Torah is the most powerful thing, so if the mitzvah could be done through other people, so let it be. And the the bottom line is, the reason why the Rambam ends off his halakha, the way he does is that, to summarize, we Jews need to be connected to God. The most powerful connection to God, what I'm telling you is Tehillim. Do me a favor, today read the first chapter of Tehillim. We Jews have a mandate to be connected to God. The most powerful way that we get connected to God is to study the Torah. So they asked me, what's the perfect balance between working, right, and learning? The perfect balance is, is that one needs to know. Every night we pray, Uvahem nehege, Yomam Laila. So the obligation to learn Torah is limitless. Our obligation is that we need to learn, like Rav Shach said, the goal of every Jew should be throughout his life, he should finish all of Shas and all of Shulchan Aruch. This is a lifetime goal. If you want to go deeper, the, the Shulchan Aruch Araf says that the goal is that you should fi- finish all aspects of Torah that your soul can comprehend. May I sh- that's the balance. So as long as we know the, our main goal is to study and the subsidiary is to make a living, that's the, that's the proper balance. Thank you for your time and have a wonderful day.